Good morning. This is Mary Christopher, and this is our Sunday morning meditation podcast. Today is May the 22nd, and it's beautiful day here in the neighborhood. Very lovely. The air's kind of soft. Um, bright sunlight coming through the trees. Just really, really lovely. The neighborhood is quiet. The birds are busy. And our local rooster is uh, busy. The squirrels are busy. I'm watching one run up and down a big tree and just disappeared on the other side. It was on a smaller tree and it made a leap of about I would say six feet over to the bigger tree. So, squirrels are busy. I've had my tea and toast, and I'm just happy to be outside with all the fresh air and good, fresh oxygen. Somebody's out running this morning. So it's all calm and quiet in the neighborhood. And I know there are places in the world where that is not true. Not true at all. So I'm very grateful. Definitely grateful. To be living someplace where it's calm and quiet. Especially first thing in the morning. So what I was thinking about this morning is why do we meditate? Why do I meditate? Why do you meditate? And I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for you. But there are a number of reasons that I meditate. And one reason is that it provides emotional stability. And the reason it does that, just my understanding from myself as well as different studies I've read about, it is a calming activity. So the one of the basic very basic ways to and it gets you this gets used consistently one of the very basic ways to begin a meditation and to do a meditation is by focusing on your breath and the effect of that as you breathe and as as you just allow yourself to pay attention to your breath then the a lot of the extraneous activity in the brain begins to slow down that's a normal response to paying attention to breath and a direct result of paying attention to breath 
is that our breathing shifts. Usually, our breathing will shift into like deeper, longer, easier, more efficient, and more effective breath. And at, I can say at right here is that one of the causes of kind of low-grade, ongoing anxiety is that our brain, mainly our brain, but other organs as well, such as our heart, are not getting enough oxygen. The brain needs a lot of oxygen to function effectively. And when we sit around all day and <laughs> look at screens, whether it's our phone or um, our computers or our big screen television, we're not using our lungs very effectively. I mean, we're, we're just basically not doing much with our bodies and um, it creates, it can definitely create a shortage of oxygen getting to our brain and getting to the rest of our body and that causes a signal our body starts signaling and our brain feels this lack of oxygen and it creates anxiety so if you are feeling anxious for no apparent reason or for a particular reason try getting deeper breaths try breathing deeper try taking a walk in fresh air and really oxygenating your whole system like with good fresh oxygen and see what that does like does that lower that kind of being anxious for no apparent reason feeling you may be surprised so this is this is one of the things that that I've learned over time and it's a benefit of meditation it's a benefit of taking deeper breaths um, is that I have more emotional stability and I usually catch emotional states or, or potentially difficult emotional states. I usually catch it before it becomes like a major, before it blossoms into something dramatic, okay? And one of the things we talk about in class is that our emotions and also some of our thoughts or maybe a lot of our thoughts are sticky in other words um, like part of basic meditation is if you have a thought you can acknowledge it and then let it go well that's not always as easy as it sounds and a lot of people um, start out meditating with 
very good intentions, like very, very good intentions, and get to the point where there are thoughts that they are not able to let go of, and they get frustrated and quit. So it's it's something that everyone who has a meditation practice has to let go of or learn 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 to let go of thoughts and the other thing that i hear often is well i let go of the thought and it came right back so how fair is that right <laughs> so some we could say some thoughts and some feelings uh, and emotions are stickier than others, okay? And a lot of what causes this stickiness, of course, is our attachment to things. And it can also be our own, um, I guess I'd say the emotional content or the way we wrap an experience or a thought and and the other thing that we do is we make judgments about things, which I'm sure you're well aware of. Um, so, you know, we can decide that thoughts or feelings are good or bad, or um, if we've had a emotional encounter with somebody, we can um, make judgments about that or or just have some very strong emotional responses to that. So those kind of judgments and strong emotional responses or strong feelings about things can make them stickier and thereby making it harder for us to let go. So this is this is, you know, some of the tricky parts about <clears throat> meditating. Excuse me. And the thing that happens with practice is that we get better and better and better at just letting things go. And some things... Some thoughts, some feelings, as we do this practice of letting go, they do go. <laughs> they go away. And they also can lose their stickiness. And what that means is that our perception shifts. So we can move from being truly upset about something that has happened or someone or just anything that we get upset about. We can shift from being upset about it to being able to just look at it for what it is. And I think in our, the state of our world, right, where <clears throat> there's a lot of strong feeling and high emotion and 
blame and oh my gosh what a mess you know um where we've got people in positions of responsibility who say things that are completely unfounded and not true um and their purpose is to cause trouble. They want people fighting. They want people to not trust anyone. So anytime you run across somebody who is doing something like that, remember one of the primary... I mean, this is just basic, essential um, how to develop power for yourself is you divide everybody and then you step into the breach. So in other words, it's just divide and conquer. And, and if somebody who is in power or wants to be in power can get everyone fighting with each other and arguing and carrying on then that person who's seeking power has has a place to go. They have they can step into that breach. So this is also true with us. If we're fighting with ourselves um, or within ourselves, we have a we have chaos. Like, if we're fighting with ourselves and giving ourselves a seriously hard time and uh, not being very gentle and we're being very judgmental, and then we have created chaos within our own system. And that is not healthy, and it is... You, I know you've noticed this. It's not productive. So, again... My meditation practice gives me emotional stability. If I get upset, which I do, I'm human being, I get upset. If I get upset, I can sit down and just go to my breath. Or I can take a walk and be very mindful of my breath and of my body moving through space and it's very calming usually it's very calming and it begins to shift my perspective and my my thoughts and feelings and emotions become less sticky and I have less attachment to them which means that my need to be right <laughs> um, and all human beings seem to have an inherent need to be right um, my need to be right diminishes how about that that's kind of nice and I have more clarity right as my need to be right diminishes I have more clarity so I can see both sides of the question and I'm much better able to carry on a conversation 
with someone or with myself, right? Much better able to do that. So those are just like the very beginning basic benefits of having a meditation practice. And it can it can be just as simple as sitting down and paying attention to your breath or taking a walk somewhere hopefully we're like in a park or you know where I live is quiet neighborhood with lots of trees and not much traffic and the way I was taught the way I was trained initially was um, you better be able to sit down anywhere and at the very least practice your breath practice your breathing so when I was training I was living in San Francisco and in San Francisco you know there's <laughs> not a lot of parking places and road spaces and so people use public trams a lot so I use public trams a lot and I, I loved it because I could take a book and read or I could find a seat, a nice quiet seat somewhere and just pay attention to my breath and be much, much, much calmer. That's one of the things that I really enjoyed about San Francisco was the public trans. And I know times have changed, right? So you might not want to close your eyes and do your breathing practice on public trans these days but my point is that as you get better and better and better at shifting your attention to your breath and just letting the thoughts and feelings go this is another interesting thing that I have noticed time and again is that our brains are very busy. They're very busy. So a lot of people complain that they did a good job initially with their meditation, um, but they can't get their mind to be quiet because as soon as they let go of one thought, here comes another one. And One of the things about this is that sometimes we find ourselves doing battle with these thoughts that just keep popping up. And some people, myself included in the past, have yelled at my thoughts like, go away or shut up or whatever. And that's not very productive. Um, so sometimes it can seem like it takes a lot of practice to get beyond all those thoughts. But it does happen. It really does. And it, it's not something that we can will. We can't use our will to do that. The main function of our will in terms of meditation is that we decide we're just going to sit down and do it. 
right? And, and we do it. There are two ways to do it. You can set your phone for a certain amount of time with a nice soft little beep that goes off. Or you can put on some kind of music that's conducive to meditation and have lit and just have that run for a certain amount of time um, or you can the other thing that I do occasionally is I use the stopwatch on my phone and just see how long I can be with my breath so that's that's the best way to use your will in terms of meditation and the other way to kind of ease the the situation with our thinking and our feelings is just to remember that they're not as important as they seem So we don't need to do battle with them. And we can acknowledge them and say, oh, there you are, I remember you. You keep coming up time and time again. Must be something I'm really attached to, okay? So the, this is part of what we can learn from our thinking and our feeling as we get better at, our, at being centered we can learn what we're attached to right like what thoughts and feelings and opinions and ideas are we really attached to like we have a grip on it right so this can be another function of will where we just decide I'm gonna loosen my grip on that idea I'm gonna loosen my grip on that feeling. I'm going to loosen my grip. Oh, wow, that feels good. And when, when you do this, you can feel it. You can feel it in your body. Because you'll relax. And it may be subtle at first. It may be just a kind of easy relaxation right but you can feel it and once once you feel that once you get that sensation of of letting go it's a wonderful sense it really is it, it just feels great and it's wonderful to know that we can do that right that human beings have the capacity to let go in the Buddhist tradition and according to the Buddha himself our suffering as human beings is caused primarily by our attachment we get attached to feelings, ideas, thoughts, places, people. And this is this 
doesn't mean that we don't have emotional feelings or connections to people or places or things or whatever. But humans often, we often take our attachments and our emotions and our thoughts way too seriously. We're good at that, right? We're, ta- we're good at taking things seriously. So, one of the great benefits for me of having a meditation practice is that it helps me loosen my grip on feelings and thoughts and situations, right? And one of the things that I prize the most is having clarity about whatever. When I have clarity, it's much easier for to make for me to make choices and decisions and things like that. So I really love being able to sit or walk, right? And pay attention to my breath and loosen my grip on thoughts and feelings and emotions and situations and and this is this is also where you will find your sense of humor arising like kind of of its own, right? Just all by itself. Your sense of humor will start to emerge. And that is a good sign of sanity. When human beings begin to experience and express some humor about life, right? We're actually becoming or showing evidence of greater sanity. Which is always a good thing, right? Always a good thing. Okay. So let's do our meditation. And obviously we're gonna focus on our breath. And if you've been sitting, right? Get up, move around a little bit, stretch. If you can be outside where there's fresh air, good newly manufactured oxygen, then that's great. So stretch, move around a wee bit, and find a comfortable spot. Nice chair. I like to sit on the floor. 
my back up against the wall or outside with, you know, in a comfortable chair or on the ground with my back up against a tree. It's one of my favorites. Oh, big yawn. Hmm. Okay. So let's let's do our breath work and our meditation this morning and we're going to go through the day and be more centered and more creative and less attached and we're going to have a better sense of humor and be less defensive. So these are all great benefits of meditation. Okay. <sighs> you breathe in, following your breath, all the way down into your solar plexus. Feel yourself becoming more centered. As you breathe out, following your breath, feel yourself relaxing. And we'll do just a very simple meditation today. Just be aware of your breath. And if your mind wanders off on some thought or feeling, very gently bring it back to your breath. do this for about five minutes.
Now as you breathe in, following your breath, be aware of how centered you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath from the bottom of your lungs, up past your heart, to your throat, out into the space all around you, as you breathe out, when you're ready, Gently open your eyes. Good work. Very good. It was a little more than five minutes. Very centering. That kind of meditation can be very centering and very calming. And if you find yourself falling asleep when you're meditating, it may be, it may be that you need rest and that you've relaxed enough that you drift into sleep. So that's a good thing. Maybe you need to go take a nap. So don't fuss at yourself if you fall asleep when you're meditating. That's, that's an indication that you may not be sleeping as well as you could. So try relaxing a little bit more before you actually go to bed. Okay. Have a wonderful week. Take really good care of yourself. Remember to breathe. And thank you for all the good work you do in the world.